It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, we got a couple of days before the Redskins host the Packers on Sunday, and hopefully there'll be more than 57,000 people showing up for this game. But I got to be honest with you, I've seen a lot of tweets. I've seen a lot of people talking about the fact that there are a lot of seats still available for Sunday against Green Bay. Uh, And as I said the other day on the podcast, I think there'll probably be 30,000 or so Packers fans there at FedEx Field on Sunday. I'm at Nick Ashew on Twitter, NickAshew.com as well. Uh, Yeah, look, we've got the Packers on Sunday, and there's a risk that the Redskins could fall to one and two. But there's also the flip side of this. Look, we've been... It's it's amazing how this goes, right? Like, we're basking in the sadness and the mud and the muck of that loss to the Colts. We don't know. Seven or eight weeks from now, we could look back at that game and go, oh, yeah, I saw why we lost to the Colts. They're totally different defensively, and they're actually a better team than what we thought. Now, Andrew Luck didn't look that good, sure, through two interceptions, but he still could look really good by the end of the year, and we'll look at this and go, oh, wait, all right, losing to the Colts wasn't so bad after all. It could be the same thing now where they come out and they play better against Green Bay. Uh, look, Aaron Rodgers is not 100%. Now, granted, Aaron Rodgers, who's not 100%, is still a really, really good quarterback. So there are three things we always try to get into every week before the game. Three things that we have to watch on Sunday. And number one is Aaron Rodgers and how Aaron Rodgers affects the Redskins. It's really hard to rattle Aaron Rodgers. Thing is, he doesn't like immediate pressure in his face. And Jay Gruden talked about that when it came to what they need to do on Sunday to help their defense be put in a better position as opposed to what they had to deal with against the Colts last week. You know, we rush them, we got to rush them, and then they got to try to finish, you know, and try to get them in some more third down alongs. They had about five or six third down threes or less, I believe, uh, and, and that's a tough rush down. The ball's coming out quick. They're doing quick pick plays and uh, quick crossing routes, and it's very hard for an edge player to get pressure or sack when the ball's coming out that quick. When they did have third down along, we did feel some heat got a tipped interception got another interception uh later so we did get some heat but uh the key is first second down we gotta we gotta do a better job of getting them in third and long instead of those uh you know and when they did get third and long they ran you know a couple screens so was I able to get home hey listen this is a great moment for the Redskins defense to help just if it becomes just the thing about confidence fine I'm okay with that but we haven't seen Preston Smith and Ryan Kerrigan really do anything so far this year I mean, talked about Preston Smith being in a contract year. Somebody that should step up. Somebody that should have a better season for the Redskins. Because, look, money talks, man. Like, this guy's going to get paid in the offseason or not get paid like he wants to. You put up the big numbers, you'll get paid, whether it's the Redskins or somebody else. I really thought we would have seen more early on from Preston Smith. Then again, it's not the first time that we've had this exact conversation before. First-round picks Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne 
have to step up for them as well. I've been bullish about this defensive line from the beginning. I know you want your edge rushers to get to the quarterback a lot, but you want your defensive line to do that as well. Step forward, disrupt Aaron Rodgers if he tries to get rid of the ball quickly. And look, we saw what happens against quarterbacks that get rid of the ball really quick. Like Sam Bradford was doing that. I know he looked awful, and the Redskins defense still looked good against Arizona, but they can expect Aaron Rodgers to do something similar again. And they're, they don't have to necessarily get those sacks. I'd like to see the sack numbers. But it's like looking at a cornerback who doesn't have a ton of interceptions, but it's one of the best cornerbacks in the entire league. Like Darrell Revis in his prime was not a guy that would get you 9, 10 interceptions in a season. But he was one of the best corners, and if at one point, the best corner in the NFL, because nobody threw the ball to him. Like, nobody would even go that way. And in the end, if the guy you're covering doesn't get the ball thrown to him, in the end, he's completely irrelevant. He's a distraction. He's a decoy. He's a statue. And he means nothing. So it's the same thing for defensive linemen or even their line, even Preston Smith, Ryan Kerrigan. Just get after Aaron Rodgers. Force him to throw the ball early. Force him out of his timing routes. Force him to have to play off script, run around a little bit, his knees banged up. Make him make extra plays on his own. Take him out of his comfort zone. Look, I'd like big sack numbers, but if they don't get him, but they at least put themselves in a position where Aaron Rodgers doesn't play well, I'm all for that. And here's what linebacker Mason Foster had to say about Sunday. When you look at Green Bay and, and the challenges they present, obviously it starts with Aaron, but what, what about their scheme can be difficult that he executes so well? Uh, you know, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is going to get the matchups that he wants, and uh, he knows how to get them. So if, if it's moving guys around, you know, if it's motioning, you know, hopping the back, he gets them in the looks they want to get the matchups they want, even if, even if it's in the run game, you know, getting angles on different backers to run different plays. So uh, it really comes down to, you know, playing, running, you know, running, swarming to the ball and uh, making plays on the football. So that's a big thing we have to do this week and, um, you know, really try to keep him off the field for the most part. What's the benefit in mixing up the, the coverages you guys play versus just lining up, showing them what you got, and, and executing it well? well? I feel like it keeps them off balance. You know, it's always tough to surprise quarterbacks that have been in this league this long, you know what I mean, like uh, guys who've played a lot of football. It's, t- it's always tough to surprise them, you know what I mean. It's, they watch film, you know, they get paid a lot of money to do what they do. But at the same time, if you can keep them guessing a little bit or keep them – uh, you know, not fully sure what you're doing. You know what I mean? It gives you you're gonna you're gonna be successful in some form or fashion. So for us, it's just about you know mixing up our looks, giving them different looks, getting pressure. You know what I mean? Then give them you know dropping people. So you have to do a little bit of everything. against Aaron Rodgers or you know he'll hurt you. Another thing is one of the receivers stepping up. This is number two. One of the receivers. So whether it's Josh Doxson, whether it's Paul Richardson, or here's a shocker, a name we haven't mentioned at all. That would be really nice to see him not be the team's leading rusher, but actually the team's maybe leading receiver out of the slot. Or Jamison Crowder. You know, we need somebody. Jamison Crowder right now has the same number of catches as Josh Doxson, which is five, for fewer yards. All right? Doxson has 48 yards receiving. Jamison Crowder has 40. There was a point where we really expected Jamison Crowder to take that next level, and that was last year. He hasn't gotten to that point. He didn't play at all in the preseason. Missed a ton of camp. We don't really know what was wrong with him, but he missed a ton of time with some sort of injury, apparently. You could say that, yeah, this is maybe his preseason now. He needs a little bit of time to get in still fully game shape, a rhythm with a new quarterback and Alex Smith. Okay, but you got the Packers in town on Sunday, and the Redskins are going to have to put up points. They're going to have to score. They're going to have to get in the end zone. They're going to have to look like the offense that we saw week one. All right? 
where they were ending drives with touchdowns and not field goals. There's a big difference between scoring 24 points and 9 points. Jamison Crowder is somebody we have to see more of this Sunday against Green Bay. And number three is probably the easiest. The third thing that we have to see more of, that we have to be focused on, that we have to pay attention to on Sunday, is the run game. Because now you have no Rob Kelly. It's not like Rob Kelly actually contributed to this team this year, but you now have three healthy running backs. Adrian Peterson, Samaj P. Ryan, and Chris Thompson. We understand what their roles are. It was Samaj P. Ryan not playing because he was inactive last week. It's Adrian Peterson. Are we getting the younger Adrian Peterson? Are we getting the old, decrepit Adrian Peterson like we had week two? So after that, it's Chris Thompson, who's not going to get consistent carries. We know he's not going to play every down because they just can't use him that way. So who's going to step up? Who's going to be the running back that goes out there and gets more than two yards of carry for the Redskins? Chris Thompson has his role, and it's going to stay that way, and they have him in the right role. He's a comfort zone for Alex Smith, and that's great. I don't want to see him catching 13 balls out of the backfield. If they win, fine, I'll take it, but I would prefer to see them maybe do something that involves the rest of the receivers as well, also including Jordan Reed on top of that, where it took way too long for them to try to get him involved last week against the Colts. But which running back steps up? Adrian Peterson says he wants to play three more years, and that's great. We'd love to see you play three more years. Here's the thing. You play like you did week two, and I know it wasn't just totally Adrian Peterson's fault. The offensive line didn't put him in a position to be successful on plenty of carries, but you're going to have to get more than 1.9 yards a carry if you want to try to convince this league that you can continue to play. This Redskins run game is exactly what we thought it would be. Without Darius Geis, we're now stuck with this running back by committee and a week-by-week question mark and guessing game as to whether or not it's going to be at least capable. It's at least going to be respectable. It's at least going to help them. We talked about it earlier this week in the podcast where they run the ball too much on first down. That's just part of the story. Yes, the offensive line is going to have to block for them more, but they're going to have to get some sort of consistent run game from somebody in this offense if they want to put themselves in a position to also throw the ball consistently. And look, Samaj P. Ryan should be that guy, right? Like, they drafted him to be somebody that was going to have a big role on this team. Had a lot of growing pains last year. Still has fumbling issues, but there is talent there. I really want to put more pressure and see more pressure put on Samaj P. Ryan to possibly be somebody that can contribute more to this team and not be an inactive or, a, well, I guess we got to start somebody type of guy. I guess we got to play somebody. It's got to be P. Ryan because we only have three running backs. That's the direction they have to go. And look, maybe they call up Capri Bibbs. That would be great. He'd probably add a little bit more to this offense right now. I'd rather see him and more of a similar to Chris Thompson type of running back back there than Samaj P. Ryan if the coaching staff can't count on him at all, especially, especially if he can't hang on to the football. Those are the three things that I want to pay attention to that you should be paying attention to on Sunday against the Green Bay Packers. All right, speaking of those running backs, what does Adrian Peterson expect this Sunday against the Packers? We'll hear from him next. It's the Locked on Redskins podcast. You are Locked on Redskins, your daily podcast on the Washington Redskins, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. You know, ever since I really got into this business, you always have people asking me, who's going to win every single week? And the truth is, I really don't know. That's why they say play the game, right? But if you think you do know who's going to win, you got to check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, guys, this is the best when it comes to it. They've been in the business for years. They got great reviews online. We know reviews are really important. Their mobile site's easy to use, which is the only thing anybody uses anymore. So they've got their priorities in line. Lay down some cash. Win big today. I'd recommend them because... 
they're good. That's why I'm telling you to go and check them out. That's why I'm urging you to play with my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business and for you fantasy guys out there, by the way. You can even bet on the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. This is new. Just more ways to help get you involved in this, right? To help feed that urge. Join now and MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code LOCKEDON to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON when creating your account to claim the bonus. You play, you win, you get paid. MyBookie. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You are Locked On Redskins. Any kind of extra motivation facing a Packers team that you're, you know, you're familiar with in a sense? No, no extra motivation. You know, the motivation is to get a W. Um, but it, it'll be cool and fun to be around some familiar faces. Obviously, you're disappointed of the way the team ran on Sunday. How do you guys improve and what do you need to kind of change that happened on Sunday and going against the Packers? Uh, first off, just kind of putting that game behind us. You know, as a team, um, we know the things that we need to correct and that's what we're doing this week in preparation. You know, so uh, you know, we got our game plan. We, we, we're excited about how it looks. So it, it'll all be about going out Sunday and executing going to give Clay Matthews a little grief about his late hits? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it was a late hit. I didn't think it was a late hit, but, you know, he's an excellent player. Uh, I enjoy playing against him for a long time, and I look forward to playing against him this weekend. This is about the Packers that you've run so well against them in your career. What is it about? What is it about facing him that's brought out the best in you throughout your career? I don't think anything brought out the best. <laughs> <laughs> Any game I'm a part of, I'm, I'm giving 110%. You know, uh, you know, obviously the Vikings and Packers is a robbery game. Uh, you know, highly anticipated. You know, so I don't know if other guys played extra hard, but I know I was giving all I, I had each time I, I played those guys and anyone else. Hey, right. cool. Go ahead. Um, I had a couple of things. Um, you played with Janine Greens for just a couple of games, obviously, but I have somebody down there wants to do it story him. What's your recollection of just playing with him for even a few games and just what stood out to you about him? Oh, man, his work, his work ethic. You know, he was that guy that if he checked it down to the back, you know, he was finding each receiver and he was, you know, going through his progression. Um, you know, just extremely smart, great leader. You know, being around him, you know, hands down, he's the best quarterback in the league to me. You know, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's not far off. But I got to give it to Drew Brees because the amount of time he's been around in the league and he's still doing it at a high level and being around him personally and seeing how he works off the field as well. And, um, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry, I came late, so you keep going. I just had something that you guys probably wouldn't care about, so that's why if you have something, oh, okay. go ahead. Did you just ask about playing Aaron Rodgers so much in Minnesota? 
No, you, you breeze. But. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Can I ask you that? Yeah. <laughs> I guess, you know, being from Minnesota, as long as you were playing Aaron Rodgers as a division rival, what have you been able to make of what he's been able to do? Yeah, he's a game changer. You know, uh, you, you have to contain him. You have to keep him off. The best defense against him is keeping him on the sideline. Because uh, when he's out there, you see him hobbling around last week and, you know, effortless he was making plays. You know, so that's one thing I learned. When they got when you got Aaron Rodgers on your team, you always got a chance to win the game. You guys know the highs of winning and now the lows of losing. How do you sort of get back to that middle ground to get back on track this week? Uh, it was kind of for us. It was it was a like a chin check for us. Like, hey, you know, if a guy was thinking we were a better than we were, you know, it was a, we came to the realization that there's a lot of things we need to clean up. You know, so I'm I'm just glad it happened early. We're able to kind of evaluate ourselves and realize that hey, we have a lot of work to do to, to get to to be become the, the team that we want to be. You know, so uh, I'm just excited about this opportunity because we're playing a really good team um, defensively and offensively. I say I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but the bye week is coming up. Is there an extra emphasis to get a win so you don't have to sit on that for two weeks? Oh yeah, definitely. You know, getting a W and then it's almost be like two weeks so you come back and play that following Monday. Uh, so. With how we're looking right now in the locker room, um, I feel like coming off a win would be huge for us and give us time for a lot of guys to kind of heal up and you know refresh and then come on this, this stretch, this long stretch that we're going to have after the bye. There was a lot of talk about the energy the other night. You said, I guarantee one thing, you're not going to see that next week. Have yeah. you noticed? Are you happy with the way guys come back this week and get to practice today? Yeah, yeah. They're different, you know, um, focus today. Guys are coming out, competing, um, you know, it's, but it's all about showing up on Sundays. Because we competed last week in practice as well. So it's all about coming in with the right mindset on Sunday. I know it's a small sample size, but what things need to be done to kind of maybe put a jump start to the offense based on the Sunday's performance? What kind of things need to be done? Yeah. Uh, execution. That right there is tough, but uh, we'll fix a lot. DJ Swearinger had a solid game uh, week two against the Colts. Can he match that this weekend against the Packers? He's next on the Locked on Redskins podcast. You are Locked on Redskins, your daily podcast on the Washington Redskins. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked on NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You are locked on Redskins. Yeah, man. We um, I'm actually two and zero against a Rod. You know, um, hail Mary play um in the playoffs in 2016, man. It was, you know, for us to win the game. We thought we had the game won, and um, we sent a zero blitz at the end of the game. He gets outside the pocket and throws it for about 80 yards, and we go into overtime. Luckily, we win it. Fitzgerald made a, a great play for us, so so it was it was good, man. But um, that's that's the hail Mary King. Pressure, but he is so good at extending the play outside the pocket. What do you guys have to do to kind of keep 
that aspect of his game? Um, well, if you send pressure, you just contain him. You got to contain when you send him pressure. Uh, you got to get pressure up the middle. You know, he know he definitely knows how to um, stay inside the pocket. That he does a great job of staying inside the pocket and buying himself time. You know, he has two of the best tackle tandems in the game, deep best tackle tandem in the game. Um, and um, we just got our hands full, man. We go we go prepare right this week, man, and be ready on Sunday. Um, we just got to get lined up. Um, I don't think it was any confusion. We just got to get lined up. The guys got to know where they're at and um, just play ball. But uh, we'll be better on that this week for sure. Yeah, yeah, he, he does a great job of um, when um, teams try to sub in. You know, he gets up quick to the line and tries to get that 12 on the field penalty. Um, he does a great job of going fast when guys not lined up and uh, throwing a deep ball. So, um, you know, we definitely got to be on on point. You guys seem to do that well in the first game. So mm-hmm. what changes week to week? That's like you know, one week there may be nothing. Next week and there's a few times where it looks like, oh, the communication seems to be. What this is a matter of focus, a matter of focus, a matter of communication. Um, it's a lot different at home. Uh, you can't hear as well on, at home. Uh, that's, that's part of part of the problem. Uh, when, when we're away, everybody can hear the checks. When we're at home, it's hard to hear the checks. So that's when the, a little bit of the confusion comes in. When a guy calls a check, but you really can't hear it because the crowd is loud. So, um, you know, we'll be better with our hand signals and getting everybody lined up. With the bye week next week, is there an extra significance with this game in particular? Two and one compared to one and two, obviously a little bit of a difference there. It's extreme different. Um, you never want to go in the bye week with a loss. Um, you got to sit on that L for two weeks. Um, you want to go in, um, get put all your marbles into this week for sure because uh, you want to have a good bye week. You want to have some confidence coming out of the bye week because um, we got Drew Brees right after that, so it doesn't get any easier from here. So we got to put all our ears in the basket and try to see where, see where it lay. When you look at the film on Sunday, how much do you notice Aaron Rodgers' name? impacting whatever he does in the pocket? Yeah, he does a lot in the pocket. He does a lot of great things in the pocket. He does a lot of great things outside the pocket. So uh, we got to do a great job of trying to keep him contained. Um, not necessarily keeping him contained. You got to get pressure on him. You got to move him off that spot. If you keep him contained, he's going to sit back there and, you know, by, by, by five, six seconds. And as a DB, that's too hard to cover. You know, when you cover him for five, six seconds, you want to, you know, get pressure in his face so he can move. So, so the knee injury, in terms of what you've seen, almost is even harder to defend sometimes, just because he's not running out. Um, I wouldn't say harder. Yeah, you know, if if he was healthy, it would be a definitely a harder game because he can he can move outside the pocket and you know he use, he can use his legs a lot. But um, with him being a little injured, it's kind of it's kind of a a little help for us. Um. With him not being able to move as fast as he can, he still can move. He still ran the boots to get outside of the pocket, you know, with the knee even. So uh, we still got our hands full. His, 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 his arm is still a rocket regardless of what his knee doing. So um, DBs, we got to be on point, man. We got to accept this challenge like it's one of the best challenges we ever we ever faced. Is Devontae Adams a little underrated, you think? He's, he's definitely underrated. You know, he has a lot of juice. You know, he has a lot of wiggle. Um, he definitely can catch the ball. He can do, he can do a lot with it after, after the catch. You know, all they receive cans you know um, they do a great job of running after the catch and uh, we got to do a great job attacking them. you had two picks last week you ever picked off Rogers before no nah, I haven't I need to get Rogers man that's uh, something on my checklist um, that I need to get Rogers and um, I'll try to do that Sunday have you noticed anything with 
his knee injury? Is he getting the ball out quicker? Is he, has he adjusted his game too? He's, they, they, he's definitely getting the ball out a little quicker. Um, he, he doesn't want to take any hits. Um, you can see when the sack comes, he kind of folds up, um, and that's not him, you know, and that's kind of uh, – it kind of helps us a little. Um, but um, he's still A-Rod, man. You, you know, you can't go in sleeping and thinking about that knee. We got to come in and, you know, get ready to get a win. What do you guys do in those man coverage situations where teams are going to pick you that, that you weren't able to do on Sunday? Uh, we got to communicate. Uh, it got to be communication. Anytime, um, anytime we get stacks bunches, the communication level got to be high. Uh, we got to find a way to get through them, find a way to communicate. If we communicate, we'll be fine. I'm curious about the thought that guy could be good at Hail Mary. It seems like such a random thing. Do you guys dive into that when you study? Or um, you notice that sort of thing? We definitely notice it. We definitely see it on film. Um, it has to be an emphasis for sure um, this week. Um, it has to be a big emphasis um, when we go um, victory and when we're doing the Hail Mary things. It got to be a big emphasis, and we got to take pride in that because he he does he does the best out of anybody. Anything, anything he does, he just gets out of the pocket and lets it rip. <laughs> Most quarterbacks can't do that from the other thirty. He's so good at that back shoulder throw. How do you kind of defend that against a guy who can easily go over the top? Also, you got to you got to you got to defend the receiver. Um, the receiver will tell you if he's going back shoulder. The receiver will tell you if he's going forward based on the body language. And um, you just got to play the body language. All right, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Nick Cashew, nickcashew.com as well. It's the Locked on Redskins podcast. You are locked on Redskins. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 